Alright guys, sorry to interrupt um, this episode, but I just wanted to have a quick little intermission here. And I just wanted to let you know that I actually have made a audiobook and it's out on, on, on Audible right now. It's called Cupid's Resonation. It's about finding love and relationships. So if you guys want to check it out, I'll leave the link in the description and then you guys can go check it out. Alright, that's it. Continue with the episode. Alright, what is up everyone? Welcome back to a brand new episode of I Read It So You Don't Have To. So, sorry about yesterday's episode, if because it was kind of bad quality. Um, I don't know what's going on with the website yesterday. The Anchor website or the app was kind of giving me trouble, so I couldn't really record. I finally was able to record, and then when I uploaded it, for some reason it wasn't getting processed. So it took... A little bit before it got processed but i checked this morning so it is good now you can guys you guys can go listen to it it's about cannibalism and yeah so let's get into today's episode today we're going to go through chapter 14 it's called rats get a bad rep get a no my bad rats get a bad press um so in the middle ages the black death plague was all over europe and it was killing a lot of people um one of the theories that of why the plague happened was called the bubonic theory. What it means that is the theory says is that the plague was transmitted by rats and the rats fleas on, on these rats are the main cause of the virus. And then these fleas what happen when they get in contact with humans, they would cause the lymphatic system to swell up. Um, and that was the major reasoning for why plagues were happening. But the bubonic theory didn't get popularized until 1894, um, when a doctor called James Wood, he was a specialist in epidemics, and he was the one that kind of first talked about the bubonic theory and was kind of saying that there really isn't any evidence of it before the 18th century, but no one really knows when the theory kind of started. And once he talked about it, bubonic theory kind of went into the public and people started to know about it more. Um, there was a couple of specialists that, that questioned the bubonic theory though, and they suggested that the plague was due to an Afrax-like infection. And rather than causing swelling of the lymphatic system, this anthrax-like this anthrax-like infection caused pneumonia in the respiratory system, and it was transported from humans to humans instead of from rat fleas to humans. In 1666, there was a fire that happened in London, which was called the Great Fire of London. And during that time as well, the plague was also prominent. So before the fire, um, a lot of people died from from the plagues um, and which is why there was barely any deaths in the fire and only six people have died and people have said that the plague was the major cause of so less deaths um, so when the plague was happening more than half of the city have has died from the plague and another majority of people started to leave so when the fire happened there wasn't any there was much less people in the city, and that's why 
that only six people died. And for the longest time, people started to say that the fire was the reason that the plague was killed off. But that's not true because in other cities in Europe,、um, the plague died off even without a fire. There was also many other things that were wrong with the bubonic theory. So, for example, the plague spread at a really fast pace, and it's not consistent with the bubonic theory because rat fleas don't have the possibility of transmitting that fast as the plague did. And also, the plague mainly attacks tropics and subtropics regions. Even to modern day, it's through those times. It's in those warmer regions.、Um, so, for example, in October of 2004, an Indian village called Dangud in Uttarakhand experienced a plague that killed three people in a population of about around 300. Which we can see that the plague didn't spread fast and didn't kill that many people.、Um, but based on the bubonic theory, if that happened, then the people, the whole village of Dangud will be will be dead because the plague would have traveled so fast. And also, the bubonic theory wasn't able to solve the mystery of how people were becoming more immune to the plague, even though there was no scientific evidence of increased immunity. And another question that arose was, how come places like Iceland, which was, which are relatively colder,、um, and the environment are not suitable for rats to, or rat fleas to live, they even had plagues as well? That does that, that doesn't add up to the theory of rat fleas were the cause. In the 1980s,、um, this was the beginning of many anti-bubonic theorists.、Um, so, for example, British zoologists called Graham Twigg. Susan Scott and Christopher Duncan all came up with theories that contradicted the bubonic theory. Many of these theories included that the plague was caused by anthrax or an Ebola-like virus, and it can be transmitted from person to person. And another question people started to ask was that the symptoms of the bubonic plague were very similar to anthrax viruses,、um, which contradicts the theory of. Rat fleas are the cause. Other questions arose as well,、um, such as how do rats get from one place to the other place so fast?、Um, and even if they were the cause of death, how did it get from one island to the other? Because if they did travel by ships, then the whole ship would be dead. But that that wasn't the case. If, for example, Iceland, you have to travel by ship to Iceland, but Iceland still got the plague and. Every member on the on the ship was still alive, and other questions rose like, how come only the trade routes were the main cause of infection, or main source of infection, and nowhere else? And why did doctors and medical staff have the most deaths? And how come the rat fleas could survive in in areas and environments that are not suitable for them to survive? But even though there were so many questions and so many, um. Unsolved things about the bubonic theory. The supporters of the bubonic theory pointed to a case in Eam, in Derbyshire, in Derbyshire in 1665. And the story goes, when a tailor ordered cloth from London,、um, this tailor was called George Vickers. 
He opened it, and then there was rat fleas in it, and which infected him and killed him. And then the town,、um, with the under the lead of William Mumpenson, he advised all the village to be quarantined, and the quarantine lasted for 14 months. And in the end, only 83 people survived in a, in a village of 350. And a lot of the supporters are saying that this was due to bubonic plagues affecting the village. But as we can see, it's not really relevant because, based on the bubonic theory, quarantine would not work, and everyone would still be dead. And obviously, that's not the case, as we can see that quarantine did work because some people didn't get affected by it during quarantine. So it's not really a great story to use, but from what the book says, a lot of supporters of the bubonic theory uses Ian in Der- Derbyshire as an example for the support of bubonic theory. So that's it. It was pretty short chapter today. Hope you guys enjoyed.、Um, But this is kind of pretty relevant to to today, actually, because we are in quarantine, and as we know, there's a virus going around that's affecting everyone's lives. So I just wanted to take this time to hope that everyone stays safe and to stay inside, be quarantined, and practice safe social distancing. And we're all in this together, and we'll get through it soon.、Um, so please just wash your hands, be clean, and try to be. Social distance as possible. Okay, so that's it.、Um, please follow the podcast if you enjoyed, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.